0: You're listening to Uprising, the rebuilt student podcast. Youth ministry isn't easy, and you don't have much time. That's why this is a car ride's worth of content to help you reimagine, revive, and rebuild youth ministry.
1: Welcome to Uprising, the Rebuilt Student Podcast. On today's car ride's worth of content, we'll continue our student leadership series. I'm Allie, your host, here with Daniel, and we are joined by another very special guest, Filippo. And, Filippo, we always start our podcast asking, What are you loving? So, what are you loving right now?
0: Um, today, I'm loving the song Father and Son by Cat Stevens. Mm-hmm. Um, recently, I've, I uh, first listened to it from the Guardians of the Galaxy soundtrack. And when I keep listening to it, I, I don't know, I really like the message of, uh, the father speaking to the son and especially around father's day, I'm trying to have a better relationship with my father. So Aww. it's kind of resonating with me these days. It's good. They got That's some sweet. good, like, uh, old songs on, I mean, it's a good song. A good
2: soundtrack. Yeah.
0: It's,
1: I've never heard, movie. I, I want to look that up. Yeah. I've never heard, the heard that The gardens
2: of also. the galaxy soundtrack is pretty it's good. good.
1: Oh,
0: good.
2: Do, Do you know, morning Has broken by Cat Stevens. It's my alarm I mean, every day when I wake up.
1: I know a lot of songs, not by names or artists, but I hear it and I'm like, oh yeah, I know every word, but I, you telling me. So probably if we played a song, is it a guy or a girl?
2: It's a guy. Okay.
1: If we played it, then we'd probably be able to hear it. I mean, I would know it. <laughs> if we played it, I'd be able to hear it and I would know it. So Daniel, what are you loving?
2: Well, I'll tell you what I'm not loving. Well, are all the, the, the cicadas oh, that's fair. that are around right now That's because it's the 17 year hatch of cicadas and mm-hmm. it's weird how like I went to Virginia this week three hours away and there's no cicadas down mm-hmm. there and they're kind of starting to die off now but this leads to what I'm loving which is thunderstorms We've had some really good thunderstorms in the yes. afternoon. And I think I thunderstorms are thunders. so great. Yeah. Me too. And they make the cicadas go away. Yes, yeah.
1: that is <laughs> true. Did you have cicadas ever in Idaho? No.
2: So this is a first experience no. yeah, with them. Totally new to me. And
1: you weren't born the last yeah, time they were here. Yeah, I
2: was so. not alive, so. yeah, a never, oh. yeah, first yeah.
1: time. They're not the best. <laughs> they are aggressive. <laughs> almost done
0: though. We're almost there.
1: I know. Yeah, they're, they're clearing up. They're clearing up. Well, I am loving right now... Um, It's kind of a weird thing to love, I guess, but I was just thinking about it. But like my prayer space and kind of switching up my routine, I just moved into a new house and it's the first time I've ever lived alone. So it's like I have the whole place to myself. So I used to always just pray in the morning on my bed. I'd make my bed and then get ready and pray. And now I'm like moving downstairs to other spaces and making tea and having my prayer time. So it's just nice. I think switching up your routine sometimes can renew and refresh your also your prayer routine as well. So I'm loving That's that. That's a
2: great thing to love. That's not yeah. weird.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Daniel. <laughs> I'm liking it. Well, we are in the third week of our message series on student leadership. We have told you guys before, we have about 20 teens involved in our student leadership right now, including Filippo, who is here with us today. We're gonna be talking to different student leaders um, each week of this series. The first week we talked to Lucy about recruiting student leaders. Last week we talked to Ryan about giving student leaders tasks versus responsibility. And this week we've got Filippo here to talk about the right level of commitment to ask for from student leaders.
2: So Filippo, you're a year into student leadership you were confirmed as a freshman. And then as a sophomore this past year, you stepped in as a student leader. So like many of our student leaders, you led a resurrection, a middle school small group. So you were at church for at least that hour every week and also for student leader meetings and other responsibilities. So how was that level of commitment for you? Was it too little? Was it too much? Just right? Uh, for me, I would say,
0: I mean, without saying that I'm perfect in any way, but it's definitely not a large commitment, I would say, even though obviously it is a commitment having to come in every, every Sunday, it is just an hour at the end of the day. Like it does take away from, you know, your Sunday afternoon, where sometimes it's just nice to relax and procrastinate and not do homework. But um, no, it it's, it was really not that much commitment, honestly. And as the, uh, the weeks went by, it ended up it, it became less of a commitment and more of me like looking forward to coming in every sunday
2: and you're doing it again this year yeah yeah. with the same leader so yeah, i'm excited
1: it's so nice yeah looking forward to it i love it well the reason we have to talk about the level of commitment is because church isn't the only thing teens do obviously there are a lot of other choices and responsibilities so do you think teens are busier today than they were like 5 10 20 or more years ago And what do you think makes them busier or less busy? Um, And we're giving you permission here right now to speak honestly. So do you think your peers and other teens spend and use all their time well necessarily?
0: Um, So in my opinion, I think especially um, as colleges admissions, like it becomes Mm -hmm. harder to get into college. A lot of high school students are just trying to do as much stuff as they can. To get into college. Build up that resume. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Stand out. So a lot of, uh, like, especially people that I know, they just have a lot more commitments. Like my friend who plays lacrosse, I was at the beach with him this weekend, and he has like three tournaments, like, in a week. It's something like oh crazy gosh. like that. But um, no, I do not think a lot of us spend our time well. <laughs> I find myself going hours and end on TikTok, social media, or whatever, and just honestly just getting distracted with whatever's around me
1: tiktok
2: stupid tiktok (laughs) i I was (laughs) on tiktok last night i was sending i sent this video of um dad jokes to my brothers
1: (laughs) dad loves tiktok
2: he pretends like he does not but he loves it it is it's you could because it's it just is feeding you videos that you like to see yeah (laughs) the more that you watch Mm -hmm. it the more you're like you get videos that you like
0: i mean it's great but until i mean until it's like oh wow i spent two hours on my phone already
2: oh my god yeah, I think we do hear a lot about teens being busy, but it's a different busy than it was 5, 10, 15, yeah. 20 years mm-hmm. ago. Yeah.
0: I mean, in the summer, though, it's different because uh, people like lifeguard and have jobs and everything. Mm-hmm. But I
2: would say during the year, it's mainly focused on uh, extracurriculars. Yeah. So one of the ideas that I had in mind when we were starting student leadership was that I really wanted to make it flexible. Um, Student leaders could commit more hours during times of the year when they were less busy with school or sports or other activities, and then they could do it less when they had other commitments going on. But we also need teens to make the commitment to some degree, whether they're busy or not. So how do we help teens realize what they're committing to? How could we get better at communicating what that level of commitment is that we're after?
0: Um, Well, for me, I think something sort of like uh, how schools do with like a shadow day, I think, would not Mm. be a bad idea. Coming in, uh, you have, if someone would like to be a student leader and they don't really know, you know, how much time it's going to take up, am I going to like this? I think it would be not a bad idea if you have them come in two weekends in a row and you say, this is what it's like most weekends. And then, like we had, um, when we gathered every month, you could have them come to one of those and say, you know, this is what it's like. And
2: you want to do this, then that's the commitment. Yeah. That's a great idea. I like that. So what if, what if there's a church that doesn't have, like, I'm guessing that a lot of people who would listen to this podcast probably don't have a student leadership team that they could like model it like that. Mm -hmm. I suppose you could like find a neighboring church maybe and try to connect with their student leadership or something. But what are other ways do you think that we could communicate that level of commitment Is it helpful to like have a packet or like expectations? Um well I I think packets, uh
0: especially people my age, don't really (laughs) You don't enjoy packets? I love packets so much. (laughs) No, um honestly it's a tough question, but I think I think most time the the best way like for me, if someone's approaching me and they want me to join something and they want to let me know something, and sometimes it's difficult if it's a lot of people, but if you come to everyone one by one, mm. like individually, like if we're saying that someone else who's listening to this, doesn't have a student leadership program, and they want to have people build it. I think a good way would be to have, to go to the teens one by one and say like, this is what it is. Mm. Do you want to be on this?
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. The personal ask to join in the creation yeah. of it to be like, you. Yeah. I need people, this we're going from the ground yeah. up and I want you to be a part of it. Yeah.
0: And also like, especially for me, I mean, it makes me, I mean, it's kind of stupid, but it makes me feel important. Definitely. Yeah.
1: Yeah, definitely. So, Filippo, you particularly have a lot more maturity than some other teens your age. We see that in how much you care about the things you're committed to, but you also don't seem to carry the weight of the world trying to get everything done. So how do we help teens find the right balance between asking for a healthy commitment at Nativity but not overwhelming their time? What helps us make their experience at church feel like time flies by and not like it's just something else they have to do?
0: Um, I think here's something that helped me Uh, was definitely just the fact of being here with uh, the other student leaders. Mm. Just being around people who were like me, I guess, who just wanted to serve and just enjoying my time around them. Because after all, like, it did really feel like time flew by. Um, And like you guys said, before, being flexible and all, I think did a great job of that. But I think some things that some people don't understand is that, like, we are very flexible with student leadership and it, it is meant to work around your schedule and not to overflow yourself.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Well, did you have any favorite experiences from this past year of being a student leader? Then? Well,
0: I mean, this is the easy answer, but the retreat, obviously. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's, that's always the easy answer. Even though uh, I thought it was still really good even with COVID and everything, and even though it wasn't overnight, I thought you guys did a great job of uh, setting everything up and making it feel as real as possible.
1: Because we're talking about like commitment. I'm just curious Daniel and I have played around with this because as you've seen, sometimes our meetings for student leadership, I mean, sometimes it's 20 kids and sometimes it's like five people that can show up. Um, And I think because of the flexibility, sometimes it goes under the radar and it's not a commitment. They don't view it as a commitment. So we played around with different ideas to kind of make it a bigger sign up. What well, we talked about too being the retreat, being like the end all be all, like you have to be a committed student leader to be able to come on that. Mm. But can you think of any other ideas that would like, or if you like that one or something that would just make, it would be flexibility, because we understand there are seasons that are busier. But also still like hone in on the commitment.
0: Yeah, um, I would say. I mean, I think for if you obviously if this is a commitment, then you want to let the person know if you can't make it ahead of time. Mm -hmm. And I think that's. I mean, it's like an easy thing to do. You just I just send you a text twenty minutes ahead, and Mm -hmm. you know I think that solves a lot of problems to me. Just not showing up and you have no idea where I am. Yeah. But um, yeah, I think. I think you're right. For a lot of people, if it becomes too flexible, it kind of does go over their head. Um, but at the same time, I think, I mean, I think it's like a schedule wouldn't be a bad idea. Yeah. Sending everything out like at the beginning of the year and marking yeah. your calendars, so then at least you know. Like for some, some people have everything planned out, like mm-hmm. a year ahead of time. I mean, most people don't, but at least they know that they have to go to this every month or whatever.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's true. And just being clear about the expectations. Yeah, I think I that th- was a good word that you yeah. used. Because-
2: Well, thanks for joining us today, Filippo. We love having you as a student leader, getting a chance to chat with you this summer. Um, And, you know, we've really noticed people gravitate to you um, because you put them at ease. So thanks for being on the show and sharing some of your experience with us today.
0: Thank you, Daniel. It's always a pleasure being
2: here with you and Allie. (laughs) Well, we always like to end with one bright idea that you can take and apply right now. And even though Filippo doesn't love packets, (laughs) our bright idea is to make an application for your student leaders. It doesn't have to be long. It doesn't have to be a really traditional application. We are actually in the process of creating one right now. And I've been thinking about what I want to do with it. And I want to make it kind of fun, like creative defy people's expectations of what an application should be and have a personality inventory as part of it. So we can get an idea of who the person is, their strengths and weaknesses, but also be clear about the commitment up front as well. So they know what they're getting into. Um, So that's our one bright idea, make an application for your student leaders and formalize that process a little bit. Mm -hmm. Sounds like a very bright idea. (laughs) So bright.
1: Well, big thanks to Filippo again for joining us today. We love you all very much. Join us next time as we discuss sharing correction and wisdom with stew leaders with another special guest.